Welcome back to The Positive Punch, everybody. Today is episode three, and it is honestly a big episode. It's all about the three keystones to living a more positive life or to have just a better outlook on life. It's the three things that I think are the theme across all of the books I've read, the mentors I've had, as well as in my own life, right? The three things that kind of hold everything together when it comes to just self-improvement, self-development. So I'm really excited to dive into each of those points individually, talk a little bit about why I think it's important and what I've learned in my own life, as well as you know some tips on how to uh, understand it better for you guys. And then at the end of the episode, I normally you know end it with some questions for you guys, but today I'm going to do a little things a little bit differently. I'm actually going to end the episode with a challenge. I'm going to challenge everyone as well as myself for something across the whole month of July. And I'm really excited for you guys to get involved and for myself to do this challenge as well. So stay tuned at the end of the episode for that as well. And without further ado, we're going to get started. everybody. So let's get to today's episode. As I said, it's all about the keystones to a more positive life or your self-development, right? And I mentioned there's three keystones that I believe are what you need to focus on when starting your journey into self-development, right? So the first point is probably the major point, right? The one that I believe is the biggest one. Something I've read a lot of books on and actually one of my favorite authors, his name is Simon Sinek, He has a book all about this. It's called The Infinite Mindset. So the first one is, yeah, that idea of the infinite mindset, which is having big dreams and big visions, thinking above and beyond yourself, right? And what I mean by this is just having unreachable dreams almost, things that seem almost impossible that are going to drive you to get out of bed every day and focus on and just work towards, right? Something so much bigger than just your own goals. Because here's the thing in life. What I believe happens is we all have certain goals in life, right? We all have goals of maybe how much weight we want to lose or how much weight we want to gain or how much money we want to make, what career we want. And we work, we work hard to get to those goals. But then what happens when we achieve those goals? It's the idea of where do we go from there? And so our positivity and our happiness, it is so much more than just those arbitrary goals because you know, if we're focused on just those goals, you know, it's it's going to be very hard for us to enjoy life in the long run, right? And so that idea of having a vision, having a dream so much bigger than just yourself is what's going to help drive your purpose in life. That underlying belief in something bigger and better than just you, right? That's the reason we have, you know, things such as exploration and innovation and entrepreneurship. Those things didn't just start because they were thinking of themselves, right? People started exploring the world because they had that belief that there was something bigger and better out there. And it drove them to discover everything around us, right? Same with innovation. Somebody at one time 
had the vision of having a phone that can have all your music in store, right? All your music in just your pocket, right? And, and all these inventions of the airplanes, vehicles, everything. It's all because they had bigger visions than just themselves. They were working towards something much bigger. Even you look at a guy like Elon Musk, right? He has a vision of colonizing Mars. Who knows if he'll ever, you know, do it in his own life, but it's out there now, right? It's something he's working toward every day and and now everybody's on board and it's just so much bigger than them, than himself. The reason why is because what happens is, you know, people if you make a decision, if every decision you make is just about you, then at a certain point you're going to hit adversity in life, right? Or something tougher than you. And you'll end up quitting because you don't have that driving force for what you do, right? I think this is so key because it's true in life. There's going to be, you know, down moments. There's going to be things that hit us. And if we don't have something that's going to drive us to get back up after we get knocked down, then it it's not going to happen, right? And I believe this is the reason why so many people in life end up falling into you know, a depressive state or that slump in life because they don't have that sense of purpose. That's some, something that they can work towards their entire life, right? And, and I believe that that's key. That's huge, right? And so, you know, if you want to dive deeper into that, that infinite mindset is a really good book. Um, but I also, you know, I have some questions that you can ask yourself if you're sitting there thinking, what's my purpose? What, what is that thing that I could, you know, drive myself to do? What is, how do I even think about a bigger vision? And so some questions you can ask yourself, you know, is what would you do if you had all the time and the money in the world, right? If you didn't have to worry about money, if you didn't have to worry about time, you had everything, what kind of things would you do, right? I think about that in my own life and I am huge into music, right? And so one of my big visions is I would pursue music and maybe start some musical therapy businesses, uh, teach, you know, people how to use their musical talents for the better, maybe write some of my own music and impact people that way. That's that's something in my own life. But I encourage you guys to think about things in your own life that you would do, right? And the second question is, what skills do you have that are wasted, right? I think we all have so many skills that maybe go unrealized in life. And we waste a lot of our potential because we're just focused on getting by in life. We're focused on, you know, just working to pay the bills and and just to live, right? And life has to be so much bigger than that. So, you know, take some time to think about some of your skills and go about doing that. You know, one of the skills that I believe I have that kind of came unrealized until now is my speaking skills. And that's why all of a sudden I decided to do this podcast and I'm really excited to see where it goes, right? I have no idea where this is going to go, but it's something that I just decided to start and I'm loving where it's going, right? And so um, that's something that I encourage you guys to think of. And the last thing is, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, right? And I know I've probably asked this in previous podcasts, but it's a huge one because what happens when people want to start dreaming, it can often be very hard because our brain sometimes thinks about the how-tos, right? We start thinking about it. Well, how am I going to do that, right? What if I fail? And the thing is, if we let that failure, the the idea of failure and how to achieve this vision hold us back, we're never going to achieve you know, these big things. We're never going to release the potential that we have. And so you have to get comfortable with the idea of failing forward, right? Things in life, it's going to be hard to achieve things. But if you just keep failing forward and understand that every time you fail, there's a lesson to be learned and you can move forward rather than move backwards, something you can really take advantage of, right? So 
that's kind of the idea behind the first point. And again, you know, there's books out there like The Infinite Mindset if you wanted to learn more. And those questions are really good to ask yourself and just take some time to reflect, right? Reflect on your passions and reflect what you ultimately want to get out of this life. But don't just settle. Think bigger picture because that's what's going to drive you it, it in the long run. And the second point now, the second point is critical. And to help understand it better, I actually have a little bit of a riddle I want to share with you guys. It goes something like this. I am your constant companion. I am your greatest helper or heaviest burden. I push you onward or drag you down to failure. I am completely at your command. Half the things you do might as well be turned over to me. I will do them quickly and correctly. I am easily managed. Show me what you want to be done, and after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I am the servant of all great people, the burden of all failures. Those who are great, I have made great. Those who are failures, I have made failures. Be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. So the idea is, what am I? Well, I am your habits. And I think that's such a powerful riddle. And normally, you know, I'd give some time for you to think about that, but I just thought I'd jump in and let you know what it is. But it's your habits, right? And it's so important to understand our habits and how they work because, yeah, the idea is they will happen automatically, right? After a few times when we get into this routine, it happens automatically. And if we don't catch the bad habits in our life, we do them over and over every day. Eventually, it becomes this drastic change in our life and it changes us for the worse because of one maybe habit that we didn't get control of. And so that's why I believe the second point of controlling your habits is so important because the first step is just understanding how they work and ways you can change them. And then you can go about testing how to change your habits and testing what works and what doesn't work for you, right? So I've been reading this book. It's called The Power of Habit. And it's a very key book in learning how habits are formed. And there's a lot of psychology about, you know, um, how habits are formed and there's studies about it. And one thing that I found in it is this idea of what's called the habit loop. And this is how habits are actually formed. And there's so many different studies out there as well about this that back this up. And what it is, is essentially what happens in habits is there's this loop that's created. So I'm going to go over this loop with you and show you how it's done. So how it is, is essentially there's what's called a cue, right? This cue is a trigger that tells your brain to go into automatic mode, okay? Then once that cue is in motion, it causes a response or a routine, right? This can be a physical response, mental response, emotional response, right? It's just something that is triggered by the cue, right? And then from that response is then the reward, right? This is the thing that which helps your brain figure out if this loop is worth remembering. So cue, response, reward, right? That's essentially how habits are formed, right? You want to get very familiar with that idea. An example of a cue is is a certain trigger such as, you know, maybe it's a time of place. Maybe it's a certain time of day. Uh, maybe it's, you know, a certain emotion that you have or it's a certain place you go, right? This is going to then cause a routine, right? This can be something simple or it can be complex, right? Something as easy as in the morning, hitting the snooze on your alarm. That can be a response. Or, um, you know, it's lunchtime. That's the cue. Your response is then to make lunch, right? Then comes down to the reward, right? And this is this is a emotional or physical payoff, right? Something as simple as you know, food, drugs, uh, the adrenaline you get from a workout, right? These are all different types of rewards. So 
you know, that's something to be really familiar with because when it comes to habits, what happens is after a while, when you get into this habit loop and it, it is reoccurring, your brain actually starts to get a sense of anticipation or in other words, a craving, right? So as soon as your brain gets that cue, after a while, all of a sudden, when your brain gets that cue, it starts to automatically crave the reward. So you go involuntary into that response without even realizing it because your brain just is focused on that reward, right? To give you an example of what this looks like, um, in my own life, I've been working a lot on habits actually because I've realized there are some things that I want to change in my own life. And so I actually you know, worked one-on-one with a coach of mine and he broke it down to me what was happening and it was actually my morning routine. So what I've been wanting to do is get up earlier. I want to start the day right, right? I believe our morning routines are so important. And so it's something I've struggled with. And you know what? I, I had a conversation with him and we broke it down and realized it became a habit of me to, you know, my alarm would be set for a certain time. And as soon as I'd hear the alarm, I'd just hit snooze and I'd go back to bed for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And that would be, you know, keep happening until a certain time, right? And what I realized is that this was actually a habit without me even realizing it became a habit because that alarm is my cue, right? That's the trigger to go into the routine of hitting snooze on it, right? To get that 10, 15 extra minutes of sleep. And the reward is that feeling of just wrapping myself back up in the blankets and getting that warmth feeling. And so without even realizing that was a habit that was going on. And so I've been working at different ways to maybe change the response or change uh, change the reward that I get, right? So to give you an example, the I, I started trying this out where my alarm goes off and instead of hitting snooze, I play some music, right? Music is something that really pumps me up. And so my reward is getting that kind of energetic feeling from some good music to hype me up. And it drives me to get out of bed and makes me feel good. It makes me start the day right. So that's something I've been working on a little bit in my own life. And I know there's so many different areas of habits that you can work on, but I encourage you to take a look at some of your own habits and maybe see if you can identify that cue that is causing the the craving for the reward, right? And see if you can change up the response that you do to get it, uh, give yourself another reward, right? I know um, some people, they they love working out. And so what works for them is there's a certain cue, right? Which maybe in the morning they see that they have their clothes laid out for the workout. That's their cue. They go work out and their reward is either they feel really good from the adrenaline of their workout, or maybe they get themselves like a little treat or a coffee or something after the workout that gives them that reward, right? And so you're automatically going into that response of working out so that you know you're going to get the reward after. Something as simple as that, right? That's that's how habits work. And honestly, I could go deep, deep into habits and have a, a whole long episode about it, which, you know what, maybe I'll plan on doing later on in the future. But for now, I just wanted to get you guys to understand how habits work, right? And so that's essentially how it is, right? And And lastly, before I go into the third point, I just want to talk about one other thing that I read about habits and what I believe really works as well is that um, when it comes to habits, not only do we want to change the responses and work at changing those habits, but I think it's also so key to have, you know, accountability partners or people that you can work on this together with. Because here's the thing, when it comes to changing habits, there has to be a level of belief in yourself, right? Belief that change is possible, right? Because sometimes when you get stuck in a habit, you can change the response as much as you want, but eventually maybe you'll end up falling back into that bad habit and it can be really hard to identify what to do. And so if you have 
a group of people that are all working towards the same goal or working towards the same, changing the same habits. When you start to see other people accomplish it, it instills a greater belief in you and suddenly you become a part of something bigger and it's just so much easier to change those habits. So find yourself some accountability partners, right? I know that's what I do. I have a group chat with some friends of mine where, you know, in the morning times we send each other messages and just talk about things that we've done in the morning for exercise, what time we got up, you know, and just encourage each other that way. So I encourage you to look into that and talk to people around you and maybe set up some accountability stuff. And now the third point, the last point, it's not something I I have to get too deep into, but I believe it is something important. And that's, you know what, just to challenge yourself, right? Every day, do something to challenge yourself, get out of that comfort zone. Because here's what happens in life, guys. We have so many distractions around us, right? We are so in, accustomed to the idea of instant gratification, right? There's so many things right now where we're able to get what we want instantly and we're able to get the benefits right away. And what happens is we start to get comfortable, we start to settle, right? In our bodies and our minds, we actually start to get addicted to that comfort so much that our ambitions start to deplete, right? It ends up steering us away from our bigger purpose because we just get so comfortable and relaxed and almost in a slump, right? Sometimes I find my own, my own self I realize I sometimes waste, you know, a lot of time on either TV shows or scrolling through my phone on social media. And so something I've been working on changing, right? Maybe just by doing something challenging every day, because, you know, we have a, a certain amount of willpower, right? I believe willpower, the, the idea of resisting those temptations, right? The, the ability to resist temptations and not get caught up in that. I've been reading this, the same book, it's called Deep Work, right? It's about how to focus more in a distracted world. And one of the things it talks about is that idea of willpower. And the idea is that we actually only have a certain amount of willpower. And over time, it's like a muscle that tires, right? If we start to use it more, it gets tired and suddenly easier to give in to distractions. So the more you, you put yourself in places where you're going to have to be, you know, you're going to find yourself tempted by distractions, the easier it's going to be just to fall into that comfort and, and give into the distractions. So that's why it's so important to do things daily that are going to challenge you more, right? Get you into that feeling of delayed gratification and, you know, change your, your beliefs in loving that, right? Love the delayed gratification, do things that maybe you're not going to see the reward right away, right? So that's the third point. And you know what, as I mentioned, uh, I want to put out a challenge out there to help with that third point. And this is something I, I'm actually really excited to do. And I'm going to do it alongside with you guys. And I really hope that everybody gets involved in this challenge. But starting, you know, the, the 1st of July, when this episode comes out, for the whole month of July, I actually am going to go about doing something challenging every single day. And I encourage you guys all to do the same. Starting July 1st, do something that's going to challenge you every single day. Whether it be, you know, getting up a certain time in the morning that's a lot earlier than you're used to. Maybe it's add a 15-minute extra workout into your workout. Maybe it's even just doing a workout. Maybe you're not used to exercising as intensely and you decide to do an intense workout. That's okay too, right? Maybe it's that you decide to take a cold shower, right? Something that's going to... Just something that you find you almost have to talk yourself into doing because you you know it's going to give you that uncomfortable feeling. Right, I think that's so so important to go into that uncomfortable uncomfortable feeling. So, yeah, I want to start doing that. So, the month of July, uh, you can follow me on Instagram 
My Instagram is Jordan underscore Ilsley 17, right? And I'm going to start posting every day with hashtag positive punch challenge. I'm going to tell you guys exactly what I did and that was challenging for me in the day. Maybe I'll even post some videos and I encourage you guys all to post the same, right? Let's get that hashtag going, positive punch challenge, right? Let's start doing something challenging every day and see where it goes, see where we can benefit from it. And uh, I'd love to hear some thoughts and get some ideas on challenging things too, because you know, I've got the whole month. It's going to be uh, tricky maybe to find some challenging things in, in every day, but I'm really excited to work toward it. And I'm really excited to come up with some creative things that are going to be challenging for myself as well as see what you guys come up with. So, hey, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Again, I'm glad you guys are all uh, able to listen to this episode and I hope you're all enjoying the series so far. Uh, I have no idea where it's going to end up, but I'm really excited for the future of it. And I've got some big things in the works, big ideas. And yeah, I'm excited to hear everybody's thoughts. And if you have any ideas of episodes you want me to cover, again, uh, my Instagram is out there now. Feel free to follow me on there. Shoot me a message. I'd love to hear from you guys. And I look forward to it. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoyed, guys.